This is Betsy Jensen, and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, Episode 60, Boundaries. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become unstoppable, body and mind. Hello, my loves. We're going to talk about boundaries today. But first, very quickly, let me remind you that I'm doing a drawing for a $100 Amazon gift card at the end of this month. So in less than a couple of weeks, I only have a couple of entries so far. I have not been talking about it very much, maybe not enough. So I want to remind you that there are three ways to enter. You can go to iTunes and give my podcast a rating. You can give it a review. Each of those counts as an entry. And you can follow me on Instagram, also another entry. Just screenshot each of those entries and email them to me at info at bodyandmindlifecoach.com. The information will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for those of you who have already submitted a rating and review. I really enjoy reading those on iTunes and it helps the podcast be found by more people. All right, you guys, boundaries. Boundaries are something that I hear a lot of people talking about. And sometimes the term is used differently than I'm going to describe it here. Often it's used as some way to try to control the other people in your life. But when you're placing your power in the hands of other people and how they behave, you can put yourself in a powerless situation creating these boundaries. So I want to describe the process of understanding and creating boundaries, maybe in a way that you haven't thought of before. This is important. A lot of people struggling with chronic pain and disease have certain personality types that include people pleasing, and trying to be a goodist, wanting everyone to think that you're good. Boundaries aren't usually something that you would think of with someone who people pleases or wants to be seen as good by other people all the time. I know for myself, I was much more comfortable doing things that other people wanted me to, not speaking up for myself, not having any kind of boundaries because I thought boundaries were hard and they were uncomfortable for me because I grew up as a people pleaser. I don't remember ever being taught about boundaries. When I started hearing about boundaries as an adult, I thought of them as things that you would tell people that you needed from them, things that they needed to do to change in order for you to have your boundary to feel better. But what I wanna teach you is that boundaries are more about what you will do not what you want other people to do. A way that helped me understand boundaries at first was thinking of a house with physical boundaries. So if I have a house that all of the doors and windows are closed, that's like a boundary. And if someone comes knocking on the door, I can choose to let them in or not, but just the fact that they are knocking on the door doesn't mean that they have crossed my boundary. They have not crossed my boundary unless they are entering my physical space. 
Sometimes when people are creating boundaries, they want to control what the other person is doing. So they want to control if the other person even knocks on their door or not in that analogy. But adult humans make their own choices. And when we spend our time and energy trying to control how someone else behaves, then we cause ourselves a lot of suffering and waste a lot of our own energy. So what I'm proposing is that other adult humans get to behave exactly how they want. They already do. You can make requests of them, but boundaries are not set up with the expectation that when you make a request of someone, they change their behavior. That means the boundaries are what you set and what you will do if the person does that behavior. So an example might be, please don't yell at me. If you do yell at me, I will walk out of the room and not continue the conversation. Again, you're allowing the other adult human to make their own choices. You're not trying to control them, but you are still keeping that boundary for yourself by reacting to the situation in the way that you want to. Boundaries are more about how you react and how you behave. If someone was coming over unexpectedly and coming into your house, you might set a boundary with them that they give you some notice by texting or calling before they come over or that they knock on the door before they just walk in. You can request those things of that person or you could just lock the door. You could tell the other person that you're setting this boundary or not. You could say, hey, it really disrupts my day when you just show up and come in. So from now on, please give me a call at least 30 minutes before or don't just walk in. I will have the door locked. And so if that happens and the door is locked, just know that I need that 30 minutes or I need you to knock on the door or whatever it is, right? So you're setting that boundary. You're allowing that person to still make their decisions and come over to your house, but you have a consequence of what you will do if that person just shows up, you'll have the door locked. Again, you don't have to tell everyone what exactly all of your boundaries are. You might not have to tell someone that if you punch me in the face, I will get up and leave and not talk to you again. We don't have to explain all of our boundaries, but if you have been a people pleaser, you might meet with some resistance when you start putting boundaries in place. Since the responsibility of how you are going to react to behaviors lies with you, make sure that it is a boundary that you can follow through on when you set it. I like to think of boundaries as the most loving thing that you can do for yourself and for the other person. If you've been tolerating some behavior from another person that you don't like, it's actually the most loving thing to talk to that person or to set that boundary. And it's not just loving for you, it's loving for that person as well. It is more loving for that person for you to be honest and for you to be genuine than for you to be lying to them, which is basically what people pleasing is. So boundaries are not a demand of what someone else needs to do for you. Boundaries are what you will do if someone has crossed this boundary, you decide.
and boundaries are loving for yourself and for the other person. Most of the time, when people talk about setting boundaries, there are things that aren't really boundary issues. It doesn't involve someone in that analogy coming in and coming into the house. It's something that someone maybe is doing outside of the house that you don't like. So just be aware of what it is that you can control, that is yourself, and that is how you'll react to the boundaries that you set. I know it seems easier to try to just get someone else to change and be the one to do something different so that you can feel better, but it's always gonna be more frustrating if you're trying to control someone else. And usually they don't like it either. Now, as you may know, I like to take the life coach principle that I'm talking about and apply it specifically to pain. And as I was thinking about boundaries with pain, I thought of pain as kind of that annoying person that keeps coming over to your house and trying to get in. So in this case, you could think of a boundary that you have with pain. This is a boundary you have with yourself. And when you feel the sensation of pain, what we know from neuroscience is that reacting with fear and with worry and with a lot of hypervigilance and concern actually brings more focus of the brain to the area that creates pain. And it ends up intensifying and increasing your pain. So what we wanna do is create a boundary with pain. When pain shows up, as much as you can, you wanna react neutrally and calmly. I know this sounds difficult when your pain is very intense and demands your attention, but this is the number one way to rewire your brain. When you have pain, the number one way to rewire your brain to produce less pain is to react neutrally, to be indifferent, to not get irritated and arouse the nervous system, but to actually calm the nervous system, to feel as calm and relaxed as possible at the same time that you are feeling the pain signal. That sends the message back to the brain that this is not important, that this is not something that it needs to focus on and that it's not something that it needs to produce more of. This is the most loving thing you can do for yourself and for the pain. Pain is a danger signal, but in the majority of cases, almost 80 to 90% of the cases in chronic pain, the structure of the body, any potential tissue damage is not what's causing chronic pain. The most loving thing you can do is try to calm yourself, either focusing on your breathing, maybe it's going for a walk, doing something that's enjoyable, reminding yourself that you're safe, talking to yourself in a loving way, being compassionate with yourself that the pain is here again. Just like with life, sometimes you might do really well at having really strong boundaries and it might feel really good. And sometimes you might not follow through on your boundaries. So having compassion for yourself, even those times that you don't show up and do it the way that you want to, that's important as well. Most of us with chronic pain and disease are perfectionists as well. So look for that with yourself and remind yourself, there is no perfection with this. This is a learning process. 
there may be a little adjustment period. There may be some cognitive dissonance where your brain is struggling with two opposing ideas and it can feel frustrating and even mentally and physically exhausting. So be patient with yourself in this process. This will benefit you. It will benefit you and the people around you. So be patient if there's any kind of learning curve. Think right now of areas that you might want to draw some boundaries in your life. If it is with other people, think about, first of all, if it really is a boundary issue. If it is, you can decide if you want to tell that person the boundary you have for them or not, but do decide what you are going to do if this boundary issue comes up. So think about how this applies in your life and practice this week. Be sure and let me know if you have questions. I have a Facebook group, Body and Mind Life Coach, where we're building a community that we can support one another. And if you think you're ready to take this work to the next level and apply it in your life, then you can look in the show notes and schedule a 60-minute free consult call with me, where we'll go over your specific situation and how you can make this work for you. All right, you guys, have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind.